U2's pop has turned 25 and the Garden Tarts are celebrating all year long. So tune in each week because Jenny and Hillary have found the keys to the time machine. They're heading back to 1997 to find all that nostalgia and the sugar dropping, bubble popping, rock and roll. Um, should we get going? Yeah. Okay. Hi, Jenny. Oh, hey, Hill. How's it going? It's going okay. Me, it's, yeah. it's my, it's my turn with the Rona. <laughs> yeah, poor thing. Poor Jenny. Poor Jenny. I'm coming out the other end. Now all three darts have had the, the COVID, so... We need to go do something like Epic together where we're not scared of getting it. Right. We definitely, definitely do. I was thinking I should text Amanda. Like, as soon as we're both fully recovered, we should go, like, to a mosh pit or, like, a dance club. <laughs> like, what, I'm trying to think, like, what's the most unsafe thing you could possibly right. A crowded bar. Like, I don't know. But we got a quick little up for y'all today. Yeah, you want to start in honor of today is in as we're recording excuse me yes again today as we're recording is father's day and yes. um sunday want to wish, oh yeah wish all the daddies in the world yeah happy father's day including the four daddies what is it? Super cool daddies, something like that, in the band. <laughs> daddy uncool. Isn't it daddy, daddy, daddy uncool. uncool. <laughs> yeah. I like it was not super cool. It was. It. You're right. It was daddy uncool. Yes. <laughs> so to um, all of you out there who have no children and love children. Have children and parent children. Happy Father's Day. And have furry children. And have furry children. So Ireland and the U.S. do not have the same Mother's Day, but apparently they have the same Father's Day. Interesting. Today is Sunday. As a recording, is Sunday, June 19th, 2022. It's also Juneteenth. It is Juneteenth. Is this year the second official national holiday i'm not sure i think so i think it is the second second because tomorrow is a federal holiday for sure so this week has been the dalky book festival in dalky ireland home of our beloved bono and uh the book festival it celebrates literary literary talent in ireland since 2010. I didn't realize it was actually how long it had been around. We've, he's been spotted at it the last, maybe not last year, but a few years before that for sure. But it's literally up the road from where he lives. And today, it was actually just today at the pub Finnegan's right in downtown Dalkey. There was a program called Two Fathers and Two Friends for Father's Day. It was Bono with Pat Muldoon. And it was the first ever reading of Bono's memoir, Surrender. If you go to 
RTE site, you can see a short little video. He specifically read a chapter, and I was interested to see he read from his from an iPad as opposed to a hard copy, which maybe doesn't doesn't exist yet, other than like right. like proofs, you know, something. Um, God, you wouldn't want someone to steal that. <laughs> no. But he specifically read a piece about when his dad came to a show in America and when he called him out and put the spotlight on, I mean, we've heard this story a million times, right? Yeah. But it's, it's strange because he's obviously reading a passage. I mean, he looks after it, but he is telling the story as he's always told it. Yeah. But with even more flavor. (laughs) It is so great. It was, it's so cool to see. I can't wait. And it's, I just, I'm not even sure there's a reason to read the book and, and get the most out of it. I think you're, we're going to have to listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> to get the most out of it. But it was cool. You can go to the Doggy Book Fest on Twitter and they've shared a lot of um, stuff that other people have shared, pictures. And uh, that's the only video was the RTE one. I'm sure that they did not allow videoing mm-hmm. in there. I would assume. Otherwise, there would be more already but look like or maybe maybe there weren't that many people there too possibly so uh, i don't know but it's good to see him he looks great and it's nice to see him in his in his local as they say <laughs> it's local and yeah that's it that's the big news from today that's awesome news. I mean, that was really. It was a good one. Yeah. Um. There is. Okay. I, wait. I should say one other thing okay. because Adam has popped up recently, um, doing something for the Music Generation in Ireland, which I'm pretty sure is a nonprofit. The band, isn't that their pro- nonprofit? Ireland's National Music Education Program. I think the band started that or got the funding for it or donates to it. And it's making sure there's music in schools and a musical education for children in Ireland. Oh, he calls it one of U2's greatest legacies. So um, it was nice to see. And Edge was there as well. So that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you got, Hill? Um, I just did a little bit of research, a very little bit, and I have some fun facts about the Pop Mart tour, some of which I did not know prior to oh. my research. Well, starting off, Pop Mart <laughs> grossed $173.6 million, of which, I don't know, I, I paid $3 million of or something. And yeah, it was, and um, it was, and there were 3.98 million tickets sold, and I bought a, about a million of those. And I bought and the other million, another million. Yeah, <laughs> maybe I bought. I was probably about half a million. Yeah, that <laughs> was numbers. Those aren't huge numbers for them. It it actually was a oddly it was very successful in most places. Yeah. In Europe, it was successful. I mean, Chicago had three sold out shows. Right. I mean, yeah. It was just hit or miss in some cities where 
there was little turnout, but then all of a sudden, but anyway, it, it actually was very successful. Yeah. It made a, a sh- yeah. Yeah. It just wasn't, um, I mean, like I think I've mentioned before, but I went to a show in New Orleans and like half the arena was empty, it seemed. Um, but that wasn't the case for most places. Yeah. Um, anyway, anyway, they, so the stage designer, Willie Williams, who we are in awe of, um, his creativity and stage architect, Mark Fisher began, uh, who has passed away. Yeah. Um, began developing Pop Mart in late 1995. Okay. Which seems a million years from when the tour started. But anyway, among the proposed themes for the tour was a concept based on the end of the millennium titled U2000. And (laughs) the concept was supposed to be a discotheque that had a large mobile disco. Okay. I don't know what, <laughs> I mean, like inside the venue or outside, I don't know. Right. A large mobile disco. Okay. So that's interesting. Interesting. Um. Okay, so tell me I, more. <laughs> there, there is, there is some more, and I'm kind of laughing because some of this is just hysterical. But also, as we know, um, Paul McGinnis, their then manager, um booked the tour before the album was finished, which apparently is the greatest no-no in rock and roll. Yeah. Um, because what if the album is not ready, which is the case for you too, it wasn't, and then they were rushed and they had to shorten what they wanted to, the time they wanted to record the album by a month. Anyway, so Paul McGinnis insisted that the tour take place in large stadiums as opposed to beginning the tour in smaller arenas like Zoo TV, despite the fact that the band did not want another stadium tour. They Uh wanted to play arenas. Huh. So anyway, um, Bono later said that letting McGinnis book the tour before the album was finished was the worst decision that you two ever made because it forced them to finish the album sooner than they wanted. That's a pretty big statement. That's a very big statement. Yeah. Okay. So Willie Williams did not want to produce another video based show unless it was going to be a completely different thing from zoo TV. Um, his initial proposal to you two featured physical design, including a center stage surrounded by a racetrack with circling trucks and motorbikes. <laughs> I guess you got to start somewhere. <laughs> yep. Um, okay, so... 
so anyway, what, what got Willie to come around was that Mark Fisher had researched LED screens Mm. and they decided that they were going to make the biggest LED screen ever, ever, ever. And what they would do is they would make it bigger, but they would reduce the resolution. So that's why, I mean, the Pop Mart screen was never like, it was, yeah, it was never high like high depth. By, yeah. It wasn't 4K by any means. Right. Um, but anyway, so that's what got Willie to to do the to do another show that was very video based. Um yeah, so it was the largest video screen in existence at the time. When the idea for the screen was proposed to you too, they decided to take the risk of creating a show based on undeveloped technology <laughs> and invested $7 million to develop the screen. Oh my God. That sounds like a bad idea. Undeveloped. The album's not done. The technology doesn't exist. <laughs> okay. So here's another one. Ooh. Mark Fisher proposed the idea of creating an LED screen on flexible fabric sheets that could be draped over the stadium seats behind the stage. <laughs> I mean, again, you got it. Spoiler alert! That did not happen. None of this happened. Just throw Except it they all did out there. The biggest, they did have the biggest screen, but just wait, there's more. Okay. <laughs> The screen was designed for the the screen that was designed for the show was ten times larger than all thirty six of the Zoo TV screens put together. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Okay, so the screen, again, unknown technology, was de- was created with the help of three separate companies, each of whom manufactured different components. Specifically, the Pixels were manufactured by a a Canada-based company specialized in manufacturing control systems and panels for nuclear and hydrogen power stations. (laughs) You two were their first client. (laughs) Prior to the Pop Mart tour, the company had no experience with video technology. Oh my god. I feel like this is one of those like Kennedy said we'll we'll be at the moon. We're going to the moon by the end of the 60s. Yeah. They didn't know how they were going to do it, but it happened. <laughs> right. If you build it, they will come. They will come. Yeah. Yeah. So and this is my last fun fact, but I have a, a good visual. Uh, after this, okay. The, the set's public address system, PA system, was initially designed by Fisher, who proposed a monophonic system with speakers mounted on top of two antler-like structures in front of the video screen. So here you go. I'm gonna sum it all up. Okay. <laughs> mobile, mobile disco, racetrack. And antlers. Antlers. 
oh, what what it could have been. Oh, and what about the the screen draped on the seats? Oh yeah, and the yeah, screen, yeah. So picture that. Picture the yeah, <laughs> all of that. And um. Oh my. So when you think of how over the top Pop Mart was, think about what it could have been. <laughs> this is so like. I do imagine that whatever U2's crazy, amazing tours are, that that the original conception was so unrealistic <laughs> that whatever yeah. they're doing is the compromise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just figured that that's like, maybe the compromise like plus one. <laughs> like, yeah. I'll meet you here, Willie, if you give us, the claw. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, didn't was it doesn't the story go that Bono came up with the idea for the claw by taking a grapefruit and forks? Yeah, he was using forks or spoons or something. And a grapefruit. Like in a yeah. brec- at his breakfast table or something. Yeah. Um anyway, I uh I just I couldn't believe those things. <laughs> where, did you, where did you find those? Oddly, Wikipedia. I was going to wonder, yeah. Yeah, I mean, so then it might not all be true, but I think it is. It sounds good. It sounds one, like it could be. One time I read, I went specifically to read about the Galveston hurricane from... I don't know, 70 years ago or something. Um, that w- apparently was this really horrible hurricane that nobody knew was coming and what devastated Galveston. Yeah. And I go to the I go to their the page on Wikipedia and it said it was caused by several large pink elephants or something. <laughs> and I'm like, well, that's funny. So maybe that that's maybe we just got punked and people just came up with this stuff, but it sounds right. <laughs> yeah. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. This if if it's wrong, our story's better. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> so just go with it. It's not hurting anyone. No. And, and I it sounds it all sounds about right. Yeah, it all sounds plausible, yeah. Yeah. I mean <laughs> I mean didn't wasn't Bono originally supposed to like fly above the audience or something for Zoo TV? Well maybe. Something. He had some harness or something. <laughs> and and a and red his his costume was gonna be red pleather. Oh god! Well, at one point he did have a red pleather for something. I mean, I know that it's pictures from the rehearsals. Yeah, is that what they're from the rehearsal? The red pleather. Yeah. Hmm. Oh my goodness. Yeah, oh, but there was supposed, he was supposed to fly or something too. Yeah, I'm glad that didn't happen. Yeah, me too. But anyway, <laughs> I love it all. Stuff. <laughs> That's all I got, but I thought that was uh, quite entertaining information. Well, I like it. 
kept me entertained for sure. <laughs> and I was so excited. Like I was laughing before I got, <laughs> I just was like so excited to say this stuff. <laughs> I love it. I mean, seriously, the, wor- it, the words are, hold on. I lost them. Oh, this was another kind of funny quote that I saw. Um, Bono said that the supermarket theme is a metaphor for U2 songs, which often deal with the struggle between desire and faith. Clearly, that's what <laughs> supermarket, I mean, did you ever doubt that? So supermarket theme, yes. Struggle between desire and faith, yes. But that's like A and C. <laughs> What's the B? B. <laughs> I mean, isn't that crystal clear? Like, how did we never get that before? It was right in front of our faces. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, I think yeah. I think they needed. I think he had that that all worked out in his head, but didn't actually explain it. Yeah. But oh my god, racetrack with circling trucks and motorbikes. How awful. How? <laughs> like like a how? <laughs> Where? Thinking, what? Yeah, right. I mean, so like we go into the arena and then they close it off and around us would be not arena stadium and yeah. around us would be motorbikes. And would they be real people driving them? Would it be loud like a highway? Would it, is it just like, I don't know, sometimes you know you go, it's it's like an ice cream right? shop, they just have like the train going over it. Yeah, like would it be that or, right? <laughs> or would, would it be that or would it be like, you know, like bike racing like they have in arenas where. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. These are questions to ask Bono over over a lot of whiskey whiskey and cake. cake. Or who suggested, Willie suggest that? Or who suggested that? Actually, um, yeah, that was Willie. Okay, well, maybe we we could ask him over whiskey and cake, too. Yeah, we should ask him over whiskey and cake. But that was, uh, <laughs> it all just sounds like a disaster waiting to happen. Oh, yeah. And it wasn't that bad. It was right. not a disaster. No. See? It, was it wasn't the one of their greatest successes, but it was by no means a they disaster. Said, okay, we'll compromise here, but you have to give us the mobile lemon. Right. That's right. That was the plus one. <laughs> Yeah. The olive can be stationary if you give us the mobile lemon. There we go. (laughs) There was another. um, (laughs) There was another line that made me laugh. Okay, so while they were discussing the antler like structures that would have been the 
PA system. Yeah. Willie recalled a statement Bono made on the Zoo TV tour about having a a secret fantasy to play a show underneath a set of giant golden arches. Again, as you do. As you do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you go. (laughs) He should have kept that one a secret. Yeah, right? Yeah. Anyway, that's all I have now. For real, that's it. Oh, I think that's a good amount. Yeah. Fun. (laughs) Oh, fun. To be a fly on the wall when they're discussing tour ideas or design concepts. That's crazy town. Okay, well, should we just wrap this one up? Let's do it. Okay. Sounds good. Well, again, happy Father's Day. Happy belated Father's Day to all of you. Since it will be belated. 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 Happy Juneteenth. Yes. Do we say happy? Is it? Do we say happy Juneteenth? I have no idea what we say. I don't know. I mean, I hope you had a good Juneteenth. Yes. I hope you thought and respected the day yeah because it is to my understanding i mean it is celebrating the end of slavery but is that a party i don't know i do think it is a party i think it is isn't that the thing that like like the black community in america has been having has been celebrating it with parties for all this time like commemorating celebrating yeah. I don't know. I'm gonna have to go do a little research so I understand. I I've been saying that for a few days that I needed to yeah. research that more. I want to be able to talk about it in uh some kind of confidence. So yeah. we'll do that. So don't worry, you don't have to add us. Whatever, we'll we'll get it. Yeah. We're we're good at educating ourselves. We okay, are. y'all. Well, until next week. Boom cha. <laughs> We did. Bye. Okay, good night. Good night.